Hey there, welcome to The Green Room, episode two. Uh, I am coming to you from the car uh, after a show in Exeter, Rhode Island. Actually, an absolutely beautiful morning in Exeter, Rhode Island. I was outside underneath a pavilion in an old Baptist camp meeting. And uh, this place had a lot of history, so much so that I was actually talking to my dad on the drive up to the venue this morning. And he said, you know, I think I actually did some electrical work on that camp back in like the 70s and 80s. And I was like, really? And uh, so I kind of made a joke when I first started and I said, boy, I hope uh, I hope the electric works because my dad was one of the ones that worked on it. <laughs> but it was a great morning. Um, this place was beautiful and uh, right on a lake and this pavilion uh, had a you know, kind of a cement floor and just an absolutely gorgeous morning of worship uh, in Exeter, Rhode Island. And um, I probably I started at 10 o'clock, played till about 1130. And in the middle, there was a uh, a guy that came up and spoke, a preacher from a local Baptist church. And his name uh, was Sam. And he spoke about fear. And uh, I hadn't planned on playing Fear Not, um, but it seemed perfect after his little message. And his fear, the, the, the idea that he was talking about was fear of the unknown. And that's usually, like, fear uh, is something that we all struggle with. And I tell this story a lot when we're uh, introing the song Fear Not about just how fear and stress and worry and anxiety get in the way of a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the stuff that we want to do. Fear is the uh, enemy of progress, right? And so he was talking about, like, fear of the unknown in the local churches, like fear of people not coming to church, people not engaging in church. And it was an interesting little talk that he gave because bottom line, end of the day, even though we have this fear, like it's a very humanly thing because our God controls it all and he knows exactly what's going on inside his church, outside his church and everywhere in between. And uh, so he spoke on that for a while and then kind of looped around and got more into hope towards the end of his message because, yeah, we can struggle with fear all we want, but at the end of the day, Jesus and Jesus is the hope that we have and the hope that we uh, lean into even in the midst of our fear and our worry about what the future is going to bring. And so he finished up that little sermon and I was like, man, I, I guess I got to play Fear Not at this point. So I played it and then played Blessed Assurance and then we got into the love of Jesus and it was, it was a really, um, it was a great morning. Uh, and then after... I spoke to a bunch of people that actually knew uh, some of my family in the area, and uh, we talked about where I grew up and how a lot of people are actually living in and around that area now, which was kind of cool to kind of speak to some folks that knew my grandparents and knew my parents, and it was just kind of fun to, to reconnect with some folks that I that I didn't even know that I knew, <laughs> but it was great, and uh, it was funny, this this lady came up to me after 
and she said, boy, you play the piano great. And, uh, you know, my, my, uh, my husband got me this keyboard and it has all these buttons on it and I have no idea how to use it. And she said, so do you think maybe next time you're in the area, you could come over to my house and teach me how to use this keyboard? And I said, no, that's not going to work. Um, I'm usually on the road like 250 days a year, but I said, go to a local music store and chat with your guy there and uh, maybe he can teach you how to use it. But I just thought it was kind of sweet and innocent um, that she was like, hey, can you just come over and teach me you know, how to, how to use my piano? <laughs> it's just really funny. But, um, you know, it's funny when you when you play in front of some of these crowds, sometimes you're not like there wasn't a great reaction to the worship. Right. Like. Not a lot of people were raising their hands. I kind of had to, you know, almost force them, tell them to raise their hands. And people weren't, it didn't look like people were deeply engaged in worship. And then after the show, you kind of talk to people at the table and, you know, they just loved being there and listening and hearing uh, the, the, the hope and the message of Jesus being sung to them and over them over the course of the morning. So I used to get real hung up on this, like, man, this, this crowd is not engaging at all. And then I, I've kind of learned my lesson where I'm like, you know what? Everybody worships in their own way. And just because folks aren't raising their hands or singing loudly or, you know, whatever, doesn't mean they're not enjoying it and they're not engaging with their father. You know, who am I like to judge or, or kind of dictate how they should be worshiping? And so as a worship leader, I kind of got hung up on that for a while. And then I kind of just let it go because that's not what this is about. Like as a worship leader and as a, a performer of songs and as a person who leads people in worship, like I need to relinquish the control of it all and let people worship in the way that they want to worship. And so... I don't know. It's an ever-changing, constantly learning uh, cycle that I'm that I'm in all the time. So anyway, just kind of a a thought that I, I that I had come to grips with over the past couple of years as far as audience reaction and what they uh, how, how people how I perceive people are experiencing God in the moment uh, through the worship. So great morning of worship. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of cool connections, and uh, we got five kids sponsored this morning, which means that five lives are saved, which is a beautiful thing to uh, to kind of just be a part of. So, hey, thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this. Um, welcome to uh, to the green room. I'm, I'm actually driving home now. I got about a four hour ride ahead of me. And I was able to stop off after that show this morning and see my parents, which was kind of cool. Uh, have lunch with them. My mom is um, suffering with some Alzheimer's and dementia, so it's it's been an interesting last couple of years for us. And so, any chance I can get to uh, engage with them and see them and have a moment where she. Uh, can just spend some time where we can spend some time with each other is is something that's pretty cool so and we met up in Jamestown Rhode Island I don't know if you've been to Jamestown Rhode Island or not before but if you haven't 
you should definitely go. It's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful area of Rhode Island and uh, definitely worth uh, stopping off and grabbing a sandwich at the local deli and maybe a cup of ice cream. Not saying I did or didn't do that, but maybe that was part of the afternoon. (laughs) Alrighty, I'm going to keep driving. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, being a part of the green room. If you want to join us, head over to joindavesband.com. That's joindavesband.com. Get involved in our membership program and you can support this ministry and all that we're doing together. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Take care.